Welcome to the Stories of First Generation Attorneys podcast, presented by the First Generation Attorneys Committee of the Houston Young Lawyers Association. This podcast was generously sponsored by a grant from the Texas Young Lawyers Association. Each episode, you will hear from a different first-generation attorney in the Houston area as they share their story of how they overcame adversity as a first-generation attorney. We hope that each story will inspire you as you hear from these young lawyers and how they overcame obstacles in their journey as first-generation attorneys. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope that you enjoy. Life is like a relay race. Some of us get past the baton while others of us are first leg. As a first generation lawyer, I've had the honor and duty of being first leg. As first leg, you're tasked with building the momentum. You set the pace. As first leg, you have to mentally prepare yourself for the ups and downs. Sometimes you find your groove, sometimes you lose your breath, but no matter what, you never quit because your ability to finish affects your entire team. The race is bigger than you. My parents were high school graduates that never went to college because where we were from, having a job with benefits meant you made it. So my dad worked two jobs to give us what we needed. We lived paycheck to paycheck. And at one point we even found ourselves homeless. Despite the circumstances, I was usually always happy though. But I remember one day when my school bus was dropping me off at the motel where we lived at the time. And I thought to myself, I want more than this. There's gotta be more than this. My parents caught their footing and they moved us to Nashville, Tennessee, where it was the first time I was surrounded by people that didn't look like me, where I felt like an outsider. I almost felt as if my version of special was their normal. You know, at the time I thought everyone around me was smarter or better. It's kind of like that moment in a race where you stop looking forward And instead of looking towards the finish line, my finish line, I started looking at everyone else around me and I felt like I needed to be twice as good as everyone. And in a way I did to catch up to the head start that some others had. But sometimes what I coined as my competitive nature was more so me comparing myself to everyone else around me. And I've since learned that trying to run someone else's race is the fastest way to lose. So I went on to become the first in my family to go to college. But after the high of becoming the first in my family to go to college dissipated, I kind of felt aimless and a bit lost in the crowd. So in undergrad, I started an organization called Sisters Inspiring Sisters. It was somewhat like a buddy system for first generation students. Um, At the very first meeting, I was surprised to be met by at least 100 other young women that felt just like me. In undergrad, I quickly learned that it wasn't enough just to be present. You had to show up, perform, and perform well. I spent the first year of college proud of myself just for making it there, but there was so much that I didn't know um, in regards to GPA, what classes to pick, financial aid, but somehow I still made it through undergrad. Um, And after making my way through college while working two jobs just to cover tuition, I pushed my way into law school where sometimes I felt like a crab in a bucket because the competition was cutthroat. Um, Everyone was vying to be the top of the class, to be on law review, moot court, and fighting to get the same summer associate positions. 
Y'all, I didn't like transactional law and I had no desire to work in a big law firm, but that's what I thought success looked like at the time. A corner office in a big firm where I made six figures. But when I finally stopped looking around at everyone else, I realized that only I could define my version of success. And success for me was working with everyday people, being in court, telling someone's story. It's when I realized I wanted to be a trial lawyer. So I earned a spot on mock trial and began interning at the DA's office. And during that time, I learned how to think on my toes, how to speak in a way that people would listen, and how to be comfortable being uncomfortable, because that is truly the only way that you learn. I gathered the courage to raise my hand in class. I discovered my voice. And I learned that my opinions were just as valuable as everyone else's, that I deserved to be there just as much as everyone else in that classroom. After law school, I went on to become a prosecutor here in Houston, where I flourished in the peaceful chaos of the courtroom. Um, And I remember after one of my child sexual assault trials, the survivor in that case gave me the biggest hug and looked up at me and she told me that she wanted to be a lawyer like me when she grew up. And that's when I knew, especially that I was on the right track that my race was setting her on the path to her own. And as of November, 2018, I have become my own boss and have began my own criminal defense practice, Victoria Law PLLC. And I still have moments where I look around and wonder if I'm good enough. I still have moments where I pick apart everything that I've said, even after a victory. But when I'm on the brink of exhaustion and my confidence is at its lowest, I remember that I trained for this. I worked for this. I earned this. And what keeps me going is knowing that someone like me may see me running my race and know that they can too. If I don't finish, the next person can't start. There's something that we all have that someone else needs. Your ability to finish your race can make all the difference to the next one in line. So stretch, take a water break, and even scream and cry if you have to, but finish, finish strong. We need you. Thank you for listening to the Stories of First Generation Attorneys podcast presented by the First Generation Attorneys Committee of the Houston Young Lawyers Association. We also want to thank our sponsor, the Texas Young Lawyers Association, for generously providing a grant to sponsor this podcast. For more information about the Houston Young Lawyers Association, please visit our website at hyla.org. For more information about the stories of First Generation Attorneys podcast or the First Generation Attorneys Committee, please email us at h-y-l-a-f-i-r-s-t-g-e-n at gmail.com. Again, that's hylafirstgen at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to seeing you next episode.